Well, it's the Stupidly Small Podcast, episode 673. Hello, Lauren Clark. Isn't it 763? What did I say? Week was sparse, but look, we we didn't promise make big promises at the start of this year, and so far we're living up to them. Stuart Farrell, how are you? I've missed oh, I'm you. All What's right. news? Well, not much. It's still summer series, so uh, as a result, we're a bit uh, all over the place. We're flotsam and jetsam, but we're yes. uh, we're endeavouring to get our lives back to some sort of normalcy. And Lauren Clark, uh, this is the time of year when uh, you know you know how media goes on a bit of a holiday, mm. and um, <laughs> yes. Well, no, it does. It, you know, you get all fill-ins and, you, you you know, once upon a time, and, and this has been spoken about pretty widely, so we won't, we won't dwell on it, but once yeah. upon a time, you know, all your favourite TV shows would go away and um, mm. uh, you, you'd, ha- you'd have reruns of other stuff and you'd, you'd wait for the big hits to come back. And a show that's often mentioned on this uh, program, Hey, Hey, It's Saturday. Thank you, Lauren. Oh, uh, one of our <laughs> mutual favourites. No, uh, uh, no. Yes. And, um, <laughs> no. And, yeah, you know, and anyway, continue. all those sort of shows would go away on hiatus. Everyone would be on holidays, and, and all you'd really watch was mm. the, the cricket, the one day cricket when they had the tri series and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, uh, so it, it felt a bit better today because uh, some of our old media favourites were back. Fran was back on RN, and John was. Uh, this is for purely Australian listeners. Yeah. No, John purely Melbourne listeners. This well, is no, for... RN's Australia, Radio National. Right, true. Uh, but... You know, John was back. Uh, on Melbourne Radio, uh, for those that listen to old media. And the big one, yes. Lauren Clark. Yes. A pairing, a, a pairing for me from heaven uh, begins yes. today, this Monday. What is today's yes. date? Uh, I don't give the dates anymore. So No? Uh, not that the date's specific. It's the 22nd of January for those playing along. Yeah. Uh, not that we number, the, we date the podcast anymore. Uh, but uh, smooth, real smooth. Yeah, <laughs> yep. I'm excited. What about, are you excited uh, about? It's making me nervous. <laughs> don't be nervous. Yeah, it's it's you know how you 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 follow people in the media and you like their work and you you just they they sort of swish and swash around. They appear on different things on uh, different you know on a particular station. They pop up here and there, and you go, God, these two could work together really well, and they'd be a match made in heaven. And uh, today, yeah, there's been a pairing. For me, for yes. me, a media pairing, and old media is finally because old media make a lot of mistakes, and they they have no real idea, to be honest, when they when it comes to uh, programming. I love and, it when you um, just critique it. Yep, yep, yep. But uh, today, and I think about four p.m. Lauren Clark, a pairing from heaven. Yes. And that's the great Kevin Bartlett from the Richmond Football Club, <laughs> and one of my favourite media performers. Dr. Turf, uh, they've, they're someone smart has put two compatible people together. They've wow. put two people that, that complement each other, that people love to listen to, that have a following, that know what they're doing. I don't doing. even know who Dr. Turf is. That's how much well, this is not my wheelhouse. <laughs> if you listen to sports radio, in fact, they uh, Dr. Turf, John mm. Rothschild, I think his name, or Roth something or other, mm. started, and I have praised him on this particular program before about uh, giving Rita Panahi a kick. Uh, because, uh, oh, as you yeah. know, she's a. I think he, he, refer, he she should call her column in uh, one of the Murdoch papers as low hanging fruit, 
and uh, she, I, he, she's now appearing on commercial talkback radio as the the uh, nasty time. Uh, I'm going to get into everything, and you know, you know, the sort of um, uh, what's the what's the radio version of nationalism or. Uh, Oh, you know. like patriotism, like um, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you know. when it's uh, rah rah school, yeah, I know what you mean. Anyway, anyway she's yeah. there to be the uh, news limited. Uh, even though, funnily enough, the station she appears on is owned by Fairfax, but that's a mm. that's a different kettle of fish, anyway. Uh, mm. But it appears to news appeals to news limited uh, readers, and uh, for the most part. And uh, so anyway, tell me what is it about this particular pair? Well, they're just great. Kevin Bartlett's a fantastic radio performer; has been for a long time. <laughs> Yes. And uh, Dr. Turf, uh, he, yeah. he's long-suffering and occasional sidekick. They have worked together on and off for years and years. It just, my point is, it's just great to come back to the new season, the new rating season, and have people that know what they're doing, oh that, uh, that, that can entertain uh-huh. and... And what? It's, no, it, no. There's nothing wrong with being excited about new radio. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it, for the most part, a lot of it, it, it it's sort of soul-destroying. So to have something... That means a lot to myself. Is uh, just, I'm glad. I'm very happy for It's something you. to look forward to because I, I just think there's a bit of a desert when it comes to afternoon radio at the moment. Right. Um, for me, for my tastes. And uh, this, this uh, will, now, will now bring me uh, much joy. One hopes. And right. the only thing is it is on commercial radio and, and I do find it hard to listen to because of the, the advertising. I've never been... Uh, comf- well, not comfortable to such, but I don't like advertising too much because I don't find it that creative. But no. um, and it's quite repetitive as, as well. This uh, is this is bold new. This is a huge, I know uh, what a what a earth-shattering new perspective you're introducing here, Stuart. Well, what's wrong with being happy? Is it, is it hap- no? Is, there's is this nothing part of wrong with everything being happy. now? I. I'm a, no, a it's person just, his happiness outlawed, is it? Like with the yeah, rest of it, it's happening? Oh, here happening? we go, here we go. Hey? No, what I'm saying is saying that advertising isn't terribly entertaining is not exactly Well, they do have the advertising thing. awards, though. They have the, what is it, the red line, white line, deadline? There is a line. They have advertising awards. Of course they do. Remember I they mean, used to make a TV show out of it and we'd all sit around the tally and watch the, nah, uh, watch the ads from around the world that. and there'd be like nah. a racy one and a car one and a funny <laughs> one and one with an actor in it and we'd go, oh, imagine if we got these in Australia and now we can get it any time we want. And this is how much the media landscape is changing and this is, is why pretty, we live in the greatest time in is, history, Lauren Clark. Oh, well, is that right? It's yeah. pretty fascinating. Gee, you're in a good mood today. It's yes, pretty I fascinating, am. isn't it? Like. It is. What to watch, like the, the, like I was explaining to someone in an older generation the other day about Mm. how um, it used to be that everybody used to sit around and watch four things. Like there would be four things on the telly and that that Mm. night now. Five including the SBS with the, uh, the. uh, And that, that no longer being the case. What's happened is it, that everything's dissolved. And we've talked about this a little bit before, but every, but there's been a dissolving of, that concentration so mm-hmm. that you've now got more to pick from. But, and so what's happening is people are kind of defining themselves according to their own little camps a little bit more. You know what so I mean? Like it's explain. becoming, well, so podcasts are a perfect example. If you right. um, don't want to listen to a podcast, you don't listen to the podcast. You know what I mean? Whereas if radio, okay. you don't want to listen to radio, as you've said, Mm-hmm. your afternoon radio choices you're not so keen on, then you, you, you're a little bit stuck. Like you've got to listen to whoever, whatever they've 
whatever guest they've got on at that time and stuff. It's funny um, you mentioned that too, yeah. even with podcasts, because podcasts like us, we, yeah. we've been a bit sporadic, uh, one would say. We, we've come from a, a five morning a week situation to being a little bit lax with our yeah. attendance. We've yeah. become, uh, <laughs> from, we've become from, we went from Lauren Clark when it comes to uh, school attendance to uh, <laughs> Chachi Maroney in Greece or whatever the guy's name is that, you know, he's got the grease back hair and uh, he'll attend if he wants to attend. You don't tell me nothing, teacher, you know what I mean? And so as the Chachi Maroney podcast at the moment, um, I, I, I got a real, uh, <laughs> I'm not even sure that's a character in Greece, by the way, but no, it's, it has a bit of an, an Italian-American feel to it. It's, uh, it, it, I got the biggest, uh, well, I was going to say the most offensive thing ever then, and I don't know oh. where that would have come. But Please the, the, don't. Let's even talk about no, it. Yes, no. moving right along. I've got the say? biggest podcast. Um, what's the word then? Uh, what's, what's, your, what's your sort of word for happiness? Um, My word for happiness? Yeah. Uh, I was going to say something weird. Excitement? No, no, no. Like there's a word like um, the podcast. It, you know, it's a, a word for <laughs> boing. Um, you, you, <laughs> you do use it. Do I? I was going to say stiffy, but it's not stiffy oh because it's no, because God. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> but it, no, no, the, the Lauren version. I told you it's a bit of a chanchi maroni. It's it's the Lauren version of that word, though. Oh um, my God! Um, I don't. I don't know. Anyway, I got know. the biggest podcast. Yes. Yeah. Uh, on Friday, when yeah. we, with my app location. Uh, on my telephone, yeah. uh, <laughs> oh, dear. alerted me, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> alerted yeah. me yeah. that Bill Maher was back. I and saw that. So, I, I felt that, oh, whatever it was. Glee, uh, happiness. Happen. I felt the glee. Oh. I knew that you were And you know that. what he did in this episode of the podcast? What did he do? By the way, if anyone hasn't picked up, it's Bill Maher real-time podcast. Mm, don't listen he to him. He picked up on it because he caught a bit of flack. He is so unfunny. He is so unfunny. He's not unfunny. When he does his little... Monologues. They the are the start. wettest, most pathetic old man joke like style. Are you talking about the they start are... or the um, new rules? I don't know, but like when he talks all by himself and no one else is allowed to talk, and he's doing a monologue and he's like gag after gag after gag. They are the worst gags. Oh, you are they're the worst. So gag. bad. Nah, oh. they're terrible. And then, no and then he is the most self-centered guy. He is like, I just can tell he is not a nice person to share an office with. <laughs> That's all I can I'd think say I beg to bloke. differ. I'd say Are Jerry you? Seinfeld, I wouldn't want to share an office with. Yeah. No, Bill Maher. And coincidentally, uh, <laughs> I caught uh, people now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I caught a, a, an episode of uh, comedians in cars, drinking coffee, or whatever the hell that show's yeah, called. Yeah. And Bill Maher and Jerry Seinfeld did one together. And Bill Maher comes off a far nicer person than Jerry Seinfeld, which isn't hard. I mean, Let's, I mean, By I don't the way, think there's many. You should, well, that's true. That is true. There's not true. many people that would say, geez, that Jerry Seinfeld's easy to get along with, you know. <laughs> what a warm guy. What a warm, loving, embracing sort of character he is. People he, should, just, uh, people should email in who wouldn't you like to share an office with. <laughs> that's not a bad one. <laughs> I reckon, anyway, go. You were saying. I'm just so saying, you, he, he just addressed the, uh, say, say someone like myself, politically. Right. I, I'm not aligned to any side of politics. I don't have any uh, particular views uh, um. when, when it comes to a lot of the stuff that, say, the left really latch onto. 
Um, this is complete rubbish. I'm so I'm, I'm a bit of a, you know what I am. I'm a bit of a floater when it comes you're to not at all. Uh, the septic and tank of politi- politics. Uh, yeah, right? you're above it. Is that what you think? You're no, no, no. It. I'm a floater. See, I'll, I'll bump into what, every side of the tank. One of all my right? least favourite things is when yeah. people say I'm not political because people who say I'm not political are the people who, are gen- generally speaking, the ones who don't have to be political. Right. You know, you don't well, become don't political. Until you lose some privilege, you know, or you get like, you know, remember that story about the woman who um, she became a trans advocate and she was this amazing, but she was like a like right wing reactionary um, extreme American Christian right? Um, prior to that. And she said, but that was only because like I was bred like that and everyone else was like that. And I sort of thought that's what life was. Mm. And she said, and once I realized that one of my that my child's entire well-being rested on this, uh, you know, like their identity. Yeah. Um, I started to fight for it and stand up to it and then she became political and now she's like running for office and I don't think she's actually running for office but she's, you know, everything yeah, but she's that. she's active. Yeah. And that's when people become political and people who go, I'm above this this hideous, depressing thing. I mean, yeah, we all... both of those things. We, I know, it is hideous and depressing and we all feel disenfranchised from the system and all of that. But it is... When you look at the people who are genuinely fighting really hard, it's mm. often the people who have, you know, got... They, they sort of have to because they don't really have a choice. But anyway, continue. Lecture over. What were you saying? I'm just going to say that all Bill Marty, he copped a bit of heat over his break and uh, he addressed that and he addressed... He addressed the. Uh, what was he? Well, there was a photo of him on a plane, uh, pretending to grab Bill Saget on the chest. Uh, I think it was Bill Saget. My apology if I got that wrong. Bob Saget for a start. Uh, and uh, it, it, reconstructing the uh, who was the Democrat that had to uh, resign? Yeah, um, from Minnesota. Or yeah, yes, yeah. Al Franken. Al yep. Franken. Um, yeah, and then you know, pe- you know, you know the Twitter outrage type of thing. I mean, right, right. Lauren Clark, can I can I ask you this? Being yes. the smart uh, component of this podcast, I have to lay it out there in case what a setup. Setup. Yeah, you're yeah. Uh, yeah, you're this one, and you, you can generate that. And you can read the news over there. Um, and you know, what am uh, I doing? The, What's the um, the, the, the yeah, Twitter outrage? Do you actually think it's a thing, especially on the left? Do I think it's Twitter outrage? Like, do you think it's over the top? Like, do you think that there's such a? I yeah, think it's on both I, sides. I can't. Well, I can't. I don't do Twitter anymore, really. It's pretty I, dull, isn't it? It's pretty. I I can't really, and and I, you know, you do. You you tune in, and it's like that outrage. And and there was I read mm. a fascinating thing a few years ago that predicted this, which oh. is about the fact that they have you have the outrage, and then the next day the outrage turns completely to the other. So another article will come out that'll be like shake potato, whatever the word of yeah, the year yeah, was last yeah. week. Isn't it yeah. all to do with that? <laughs> Yes, exactly. Anyway, so yeah, Twitter outrage is a thing. Mm. But, you okay. know, at the same time, it's a, it's a useful kind of measure of uh, like the public, the public's response to media, you know, in a, in a way that you wouldn't have been able to do, you know, five years ago, really, okay. to that, to this degree. Anyway, why? What what was the political, anyway, what was the outrage it. that he was? He, well, he, he just... Oh, he did something. Anyway, his his point was basically the underlying point was, and you can go and listen to it if you if you feel that way. 
was, you know, there are still degrees of st- like, um, not everything is the same. Every like, say, say you've got a basket of things that are wrong, right? These aren't his words. This is me trying to explain it. Mm-hmm. You've got a basket of things that are wrong. Some things in that basket are going to be way more wrong than other things, mm-hmm. and not everything in that basket should be punished or treated the same. Listen to it to understand what I mean. I and know just, exactly uh, what you mean. He's not exactly Marco Polo with this idea. He's saying no, that every, but he's just in defence of himself. He's saying that some things, and I presume he's talking about the Me Too movement. Some mm. things are um, some things are like what Harvey what, what Harvey Weinstein does and did. No, there's like slapping someone on the butt and there's is not and there's, the same and there's as aggressive sexual assault or whatever. Aggressive sexual know. assault and so on. And then there's you know saying something uh, or you know doing something over here at a dinner party that nobody actually like, which is true. I agree. However. Right. I do think that it is... Bill Maher said it, no, I don't know. No, 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 it's not that. No, I think about this a lot. The Me Too thing is absolutely... I've, I've been reading my face off about this to try and make sure I get across as many kind of perspectives on this as I can because mm-hmm. uh, I've got a baby crying. Oh. Oh, hang on. Yeah, there's a baby <laughs> crying. I'm going to have Lauren to... Clark, yes. if your baby was actually speaking English, how would he say, Mama... <laughs> How do you get in contact with you? I'm going to put some links up for the Me Too thing, Stu Farrell. Stu, it's nice to talk to you. They can find us at stupidlybig.com, stupidlybig on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and iTunes. They can give us a rating and a review of five stars or more. Stuart, hopefully we can talk again soon uh, this week, earlier rather than later. Well, I hope so. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.